All right, all right, take your seats, everyone. We're continuing our 50,000-mile tune-up with alignment. Take your seats, please. Thanks. Welcome to the Change Academy podcast, a show where we help you move toward your best self and your best life. I'm Brock Armstrong. And I'm Monica Reinagel. And this is part seven of the 50,000-mile tune-up series. So if you're just sort of jumping in with this episode, you may want to go back to the start and just take the entire series in right from the beginning. But in this particular part of our tune-up, we're going to make sure that our steering mechanism is properly aligned. (laughs) You may know that as checking your alignment or having your alignment checked. And honestly, I had to go and (laughs) look up what exactly that meant and what, uh, what they look for to know whether you need alignment or not. And one of the local mechanics in the area here had this on their website, and I thought it was pretty good. Uneven tire wear? Check. Car pulling to one side? Check. Steering wheel is crooked when you're driving straight? Check. That's never good. (laughs) It's official. Your car needs alignment. This isn't something to put off. Your car's performance won't improve on its own. Continuing to drive will only make the condition of your tires and the steering and handling of your vehicle progressively worse. Call your mechanic today to schedule an alignment. Now, luckily for the alignment that we're talking about today anyway, you don't need a mechanic to fix that. We can do it on our own. It occurred to me, Brock, that if somebody is just tuning in for the very first time, they probably think this podcast is about car maintenance, but of course it's not. (laughs) We had that worry right from the beginning. You may get a bunch of car aficionados going, what the hell is this? Of course, this is just our elaborate metaphor for a system by system tune up of all the different aspects of our life. And earlier in this series, um, specifically, it was the second part where we talked about our navigation system. We asked you to make an exhaustive list of the things that are important to you. And then we used that list to formulate sort of a vision statement Mm -hmm. for what sort of life you want to have and what sort of person you want to be now at this point in your life. And heads up, we're going to circle back to that work and that worksheet today. So you might want to get that handy. So the purpose of that earlier exercise was to be sure that we've got the right destination programmed into our metaphorical navigation system. Mm -hmm. But even when you have a very clear idea where you're headed, as Brock just read to us, if your alignment is out of whack, it can really pull you off track. So today, we're checking our alignment to make sure that our actions are in alignment with our goals and our values. Right, because very often there can be a disconnect between what we say our priorities are and the actual choices that we make on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And that misalignment can well, it can lead to frustration. And it also, more importantly, keeps us from achieving our goals. But it might also reveal that we're not being entirely honest with ourselves about what we really, truly value. Whether we choose to adjust our priorities or we choose to adjust our actions, the important part is bringing them into alignment with each other so that we can become a happier and more successful version of ourselves. Yeah, that's such an important part. Sometimes when we think about what's important to us, we're tempted to give those beauty pageant answers instead of what is really driving us. And when our daily choices and our actions are badly out of alignment with our goals, we are literally working against ourselves. And as you just said, Brock, we're very likely to be frustrated because we're not making progress. But we may also be putting a lot of unnecessary stress on other parts of our lives as well. Mm. For example, 
Let's say one of the things that's important to us is spending quality time with our partner. Well, in that case, spending a lot of time scrolling social media or news apps may not be in alignment with that goal. And it can also impair our sleep quality, which can negatively impact other priorities such as our health or our career goals. Or maybe one of your big goals is to save more money, but every day you somehow find that you're just unwilling to give up that daily trip to the fancy coffee shop. (laughs) And in that case, you may need to reconsider which is actually more important to you. That one stings for me. (laughs) When I worked in a fancy office building that had a Starbucks in the basement, pretty much every day I was down there at least once. And yeah, at the end of the month, I added up how much I spend on coffee. I'm like, damn it, that's not working. But in that moment, it feels like the right thing. It does. Yeah, it was something I was willing to give up. But the point is is that you need to be really honest with yourself about what you really want, not what you think you should want or what someone else told you that you should want. Mm -hmm. Don't listen to others. Just get personal. So in that previous example, the spending time with your partner that Monica talked about, ditching the action of doom scrolling is the obvious winner. But then again, if a fancy coffee is a true joy in your life, that when you're honest with yourself actually outweighs saving more money, then you may want to realign your overall goal. Mm. So it can go both ways is what I'm saying. You can change your actions or you can change your values and priorities. And again, the point is that they need to align. Right. And you know what? If fancy coffee is a true joy in your life, you could do even better than Starbucks, I just want to say. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing, though. You can drive a poorly aligned car for quite a long time without realizing it. You just don't notice anymore that you're constantly kind of pulling the wheel to compensate for that poor alignment. And very often your first clue that your alignment needs work is your tires are shot and you have to replace those and get your alignment done. It gets very expensive. Hmm. And similarly, you might be surprised to realize the degree to which Those little actions you're taking every day are pulling you off course. But you know what? The sooner you have this information, even if it's a tiny bit painful (laughs) to realize, (laughs) but the sooner you know, the sooner you can correct your alignment. And, you know, who knows? Maybe you can even save yourself the cost of that new set of tires or whatever the equivalent would be in your life. So we have a somewhat elaborate lab experiment this episode, and we're going to spend some time walking through that with you to help bring this all into focus. But first, let's do just wrap this up into some takeaways. Yeah, I think this is probably the quickest we've gotten to the takeaways ever in an episode (laughs) of the Change Academy, but the lab experiment will really help you figure this out. So takeaways. In order to reach our destination or realize our goals, Our actions need to be in alignment with those goals and values. And auditing how we're spending our time can reveal mismatches between what's important to us and how we're actually spending our time. And whether we choose to adjust our priorities or our actions, bringing them into alignment will make us happier and more successful. And finally, we don't need to be in perfect alignment to have a highly functional and satisfying life. If our choices and actions are in pretty good alignment with our goals, we can move surely and steadily toward our destination. Good point. All right, let's hear that lab experiment. Okay, so now you will need that worksheet from the navigation part of our tune-up in order to complete this exercise. 
And I'll also just give you a heads up that we're going to be using the worksheet that we're working on today again in the next episode. So you want to hang on to it. That's all linked together. Nice. And you know, all of the worksheets for the 50,000 mile tune-up are available on our website at changeacademypodcast.com. But let's jump into today's. So step one is to catalog. I want you to make a list of how you spend your personal time as opposed to your work time. And here's how I'd suggest you, you go about this. Start by listing all the things that you do in a typical day. So it's going to be things like eating, cooking, watching TV, maybe browsing the internet, helping the kids with the homework, walking the dog, exercising, everything that you can think of that's sort of a daily activity for you. Next, think about activities that you do on a weekly basis, might be shopping or housework or banking or yard work, maybe a yoga class, gardening, volunteer activities, eating out, and so on. Once you've exhausted that category, consider activities that you might only do once a month or even less often. Things like going to movies or concerts or maybe getting a massage, if you're not lucky enough to get one of those once a week, let's say. (laughs) Or uh, perhaps throwing or attending a dinner party or planning a vacation or going on vacation or visiting out-of-town family, that kind of thing. Everything on that list is basically been thrown out because of the pandemic. Right. That's been a less than yearly activity lately. But as we start to hopefully move towards something a little bit more like normal or our new normal, use that frame of reference to do this. Now, there's one more category that I want you to think about before you finish up this list. I want you to think about things that you wish you did more often, or maybe something you've always wanted to do, but have never done. These are those things that we're going to do in that mythical future when we have enough time, enough energy, and enough money. You know those things. Oh, yeah, that day, yeah. Things like going on a big hiking trip or taking a course or working on your novel, whatever it is. Those things that you wish you did more often, put those at the end of your list. Now, before we move on to step two, I also want to just note that a lot of our daily and weekly activities are pretty non-negotiable, right? You, you got to eat. You have to do a certain amount of cooking and shopping or at least carrying out. <laughs> you, But you may see some areas where you do more of something than is actually necessary. I definitely noticed this when I was making my list. So Me too. some of your shopping time might be to get groceries. That's the non-negotiable part. But then other shopping time is really just kind of recreational. Or There's the basic amount of cleaning that needs to get done in order to keep your home tidy, but then there's extra cleaning that you might just do because you feel like it makes you a better person or something. Mm. Not pointing any fingers here. (laughs) There's supporting others, and then there's putting everyone else's needs ahead of your own. Or there's a basic amount of exercising to stay fit, and then there's extra exercising that we do to fulfill other needs. And there's nothing wrong with that. And that's probably a topic for a whole other episode. But I just want to ask you to try to distinguish between the necessary and the optional versions of these activities. And if it's appropriate, split them into separate entries. Now, hopefully, you're going to have a nice long list and it'll be arranged more or less in order by frequency with the daily activities at the top and the things that you rarely or maybe even have yet to do 
at the bottom. I like how this list is going to include things that we might consider to be chores, which I think we just figure we have to do, along with things that are more like hobbies, which are more optional. It's really, it includes everything. So don't just limit it to those chores. Also include the, the hobbies and the fun stuff too. Yeah, absolutely. And then we're going to move on to step two, which is to classify. So now we're going to compare the things on your list with the core values that we identified in that navigation exercise in the previous episode. Now ask yourself which of your core values each activity supports. For example, having a scheduled Zoom call with your BFF might support the core value of connection, being more connected with people. Um, Listening to a podcast might support the core value of personal growth. And exercising consistently might support the core value of maintaining some good health. And volunteering or making donations might support the core value of contribution. Now code each activity using the letters you assigned to your core values in that last exercise. Now some activities may support more than one value, and that's, that's okay actually, that may even be ideal. But some activities might support none. And that's what we're looking for kind of in the end here. Yeah, it can be very revealing to go through and put all these letters in and then look at your list. So step three is going to be somewhat obvious, and that is to cross check. Once you finish this, you want to be looking for the gaps. Do you have activities that you engage in frequently, maybe even daily, but don't serve any of those core values or equally important Do you have some core values that aren't represented anywhere on the list of activities that you've made here? Very important. That's really important. I noticed I definitely had a couple of those, Mm -hmm. which was quite revealing and a little humbling, I have to say. You can drive a car that's out of alignment for a long time without realizing it. Very true. Okay, so then we move on to step four, which is calibrate. And this is when you look at whether you're spending more time than you realize on activities that are not aligned with your destination. Then consider how you might actually adjust how you spend your time to be in better alignment with your values. Alternatively, consider whether your core values are what you think they are. It's not what's on your to-do list, after all, but what's on your gets-done list that reveals your true priorities, right? Right. And you know what? If you need to go back and (laughs) rethink those core values, print yourself out a fresh copy of that worksheet and start over. No no harm that done. For sure. This is all good work, no matter how deep it has to go. And finally, this is really important. As you do the exercise for this module, be as honest and candid as you can. Don't sugarcoat reality. No one else is going to see this except for you. You can keep this totally private. And the goal is not to use this information to render judgment about whether or not your life is good or worthy. We're simply checking our alignment to see if we might benefit from some minor adjustments or maybe even some major ones. Maybe some major ones. I know I definitely made some big shifts in how I was using my time as a result of having done this exercise. And it's one that I return to on a regular basis, maybe once a year or so, because of course, all of these values evolve over time. This isn't a a once and done, but this is one of those pages in my journal that I keep bookmarked (laughs) so that I can (laughs) refer back to it. And I think that's a really good point too, because if Monica was actually judging herself every time she went back to this, 
it wouldn't be very much fun and she probably wouldn't be very motivated to do it as often as she does. And I feel the same way. So keeping judgment out of the picture is so important here. It's not about figuring out or placing value on if your life is virtuous or not. This is just an exercise to make sure that we're spending our time in the right places. So just shake that judgment. Don't feel bad about yourself. This is good work no matter how you're doing it. Right. And I realize this is a sort of short episode this time, but I'm really glad that we didn't go on and on the way we sometimes can, because it'll give you a little bit of extra time to really spend with this, which I think would be time very well spent. Well, it's kind of one of those interesting topics too, that doesn't take a lot of time to explain, but it does take some time to really work through. So yeah, yeah. giving you some time back in your day to go and work on this. So as I said, the worksheet for today is on our website. You'll find it at changeacademypodcast.com slash alignment. But you know what? If you're sick of having to go to the website every time you listen to an episode to download the worksheet, mm-hmm. subscribe to our newsletter once you're on our website and we will send it right to your inbox because we're just that kind of folks. <laughs> so the next up in our tune-up, we're kind of getting into the home stretch here. We're going to be talking about the timing belt and I cannot wait to get to this episode because it involves a spreadsheet. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> All right. Okay, buckle yourselves in, everybody. (laughs) Talk to you soon. All right. All right. Thanks, everyone. This has been the Change Academy podcast with Brock Armstrong and Monica Reinig.